Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save fifty percent on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power twenty twenty three award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber dot com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty, thirty. Ready to get thirty, ready to get twenty, twenty, twenty. Ready to get twenty, twenty. Ready to get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What a weekend, especially in Brazil, and it was a walk in the park as England score another four. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Monday, the sixth of September. I'm Jules Breach. I'm Jim Campbell, and I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome along, ladies and gents, and welcome along, Pete and Jim. I'm glad you turned up, Jim, because I was worried about you actually arriving in time after train cancellations and a bit of a hectic weekend. Yes, I could have been stuck in Lewis, which is a weird little lovely town where once a year they have a sort of purge style um, (laughs) bonfire night where it all goes insane and they board up the windows and 80,000 people come into the town and they burn a big effigy of something political. And Southern Rail, obviously, being what they are, a train got stuck in a tunnel. Um, but I made it back, so it's Aww. all right. I'm so glad I don't live down there anymore. It's the one thing I used to yeah. really hate was that train service. Yeah. Awful. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's only an hour from London. It's fucking not. Never is. It, <laughs> it never should be, way. but when they have their way, it's really not. Su- I, I find London's an hour from London. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere's an hour, in it? You're surprisingly sober as well. Yeah, I was expecting you to worrying. still be a bit drunk. No, I'm, I mean it was. I went to a wedding on Saturday, so I mean I'm not. Yeah, that no, much it's of only a Monday. It's only Monday, Jim. <laughs> Jim's bender. <laughs> did you have a good weekend, Pete? I did. Yeah. 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 Did a couple of uh, live shows at the podcast thing over the weekend at King's Place. We did a, a <laughs> Clash of the Titles, and we did a, a Great bit of free advertising for them. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Well, you know what? For a weekend of no Premier League football, there was actually a whole load of football going on. The so we're going to try and packed. rattle through as much mm. of it as we can uh, with all the international football that was going on. Some weird stuff happening in Brazil, which we'll come <laughs> on to mm. at the return of the WSL non-league football. We're going to cover it all in the next uh, 40 minutes or so. So let's start with England, shall we? Because 
Cruising again, beating Cruising, Andorra four. Yeah. Another four goals, easy in it. Skis here. Yeah. <laughs> thing is, thing, thing is, how do we sum up this game yesterday? Okay, I'll try and sum it up for you. Um, I fell asleep for about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I did miss two of the goals. I've caught up, but yeah. as I get older, I find myself. Do- I mean, I watch Newcastle quite a lot, but like I do doze off for a good twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like back end of the first half, I'll wake up and it's five minutes into the second half. I'm like, oh no, what's bloody happened here? Uh, you need to time it for half time. I do. Diff- the yeah. only difference is you don't miss much in Newcastle games. No, either. exactly. <laughs> There's nothing happening. There's nothing happening. Just nightmare fuel, though. I can't imagine that's a pleasant. Like sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. First five minutes, last five minutes. What is John Joe Shelby doing? I'm dreaming about John Joe Shelby. <laughs> nothing, Pete. He's doing, He's doing nothing. nothing. Yeah. We can't point. really kind of, you know, I don't know, say that this was the most exciting game. However, there were lots of things we can take from it, mm. weren't there? Another four goals, another win, another yeah. clean sheet, 11 changes for Gareth Southgate. Absolutely. A lot of people want to see Trent uh, in midfield. Yeah. And yeah. now we don't have to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. Let's not see it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an interesting one, is it? Because we know from Gareth Southgate that like he doesn't rotate his squads for the sake of it. Once you get to a tournament, it's like it, he will tinker in every in every position for every game, pretty much. Mm. So actually, it, a game like this used to feel like all right, he's just giving everyone a run out and seeing who's handy if someone else gets injured. But I think actually you can get a little bit of an insight into his thinking. And Jude Bellingham was fantastic. Yeah, he was mm. So that was that was really really valuable. Patrick Bamford has had a chance to find his range, shall we say? I hope he gets <laughs> another chance. He didn't have the best. No, he didn't debut, have the service, did he? Did he? No, I, well, exactly. You know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm really pleased for him because he had such a brilliant season last year mm. and I think it was a real shame that he didn't get into the Euro squad without going all into, you know, how many... Pers- you know, He didn't get into the squad. It was nice to see him get a cap yesterday. Yeah. Um, I just feel like he's earned his place and Definitely. I was just actually really happy for him because he seems like such a nice chap and that will have meant so much to him. And that's the thing is, although as a spectacle for us as football fans and England fans who want to see them do well... What we forget is these are these are still footballers who have mm. dreams and ambitions mm. of playing for their country. So I was actually really pleased to see him out there, and it was just a shame he didn't get a goal. Yeah, absolutely. He had a, he had a good chance, didn't he, in, in the first half? But sorry, no, the second half. But um, I'm sure he'll get some minutes against Poland. I hope so. Anyway, I think mm. it's worth noting as well. Obviously, people say you know it's only Andorra, and you know with respect to them, like you you would expect England to, to breeze this, and they've they've won every game in the group and only Denmark have matched that. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's good. Like, And I'm, I'm not mm. saying that you would expect us to, to drop points against Andorra, but just, just, just to be putting away what's in front of you so clinically is, is what we've wanted from England for such a long time. Yeah. And they and are Bamford. doing it. <laughs> and yeah, quite. I, I think it, what I like about it is that, that um, England seem, some players seem to get better through the match. Like Jesse Lingard's a good, very yeah. good example. He got better and better as, as the match went on. And that's not something you always see from saw from England. It was always like great first ten minutes, really go off the boil, and then most players just yeah. sort of fall away and just revert to type. Yes, just yeah, yeah. sideways, Play backward, rubbish yeah, 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 passing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, and you're right; they they don't do that. They manage the games a lot lot better. Mm. I, I worry for Lingard though. He's like. Is I he going to play much this it's season? The minutes that he'll get for Manchester United mm. and how that's going to affect whether he gets into the England squad for the World Cup. That's, yeah. that's obviously the main concern, isn't it? It is. And he's like, I mean, we've, all, we've spoken about Lingard. in the Yeah, and he, he's really, he's proven everyone wrong. He's shown mm. that he's actually a, a, you know, a really, really good high level player. Mm. And just like, I hope that that doesn't get like, you know, like. Derailed. Just exactly. Mm. Just, just beaten out of him through the lack of minutes because he's, he's a real asset, clearly. Listen, MUTV still presumably exists, so therefore <laughs> Gareth can watch that those, those reserve matches on that <laughs> night, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs>
Uh, what about Bakayo Saka? Great mm. to see him get a good reception. And his goal. And his goal as well on his birthday. He got a little rendition from the fans. Yeah, that was, cute, that was wasn't lovely. It? it was cute. He seemed, he didn't seem, he just looked a little bit overwhelmed by it, didn't he? Bless him. Um, I also love Bakaya Saka with a stooping header. How low <laughs> yeah, is that cross? That is poor, isn't it? From a defence <laughs> lordy. I don't care who you're playing. They should not be scoring a header. <laughs> no. But to see, you know, all those fans back at Wembley and, you know, we know um, the beauty received in the summer. Yeah. This was just sort of like, it's gone full circle now. Absolutely. And it's just really nice for him to, I, I mean, Gareth Southgate commented on it and said he didn't mm. need closure. That's not what that was about. But, but it's, still a re- it's still a lovely moment. Well, give him the penalty. Yeah. Give him the penalty. Yeah. <laughs> Just an outpouring of love for him is, is really, really nice. And I know obviously Marcus Rashford and Jaden Sancho have had that as well. And generally the team has in general. And I, I again, I was saying earlier in the season, I, I love that this, this England team is such a positive force for good. And mm. actually, I think like, I think people from other countries who say like, oh God, this is why we hate England with like the kind of it's coming home stuff and, and, and a lot of the more unsavory stuff we've seen don't necessarily have the context we have of like this team sort of stands in opposition to a lot of the bad things that we're seeing yeah. in the country at the moment and that's a really, really beautiful thing and I hope that can continue it's for a battle as well of two Englands really, isn't Very it? much so, yeah. Very, absolutely. <laughs> we support and England. <laughs> yeah, and it's, um, it's just a continuation of that and like in a game against Andorra, normally like the crowd would be fairly indifferent to it. The, t- it, the game would feel indifferent. It, mm. it would feel like a bit of a non-occasion. There's but a lot there of paper of aeroplanes, to be fair. Well, <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. There's a bit of a carnival atmosphere and it's, it's, it's great. The England band were back out in force, weren't they? Don't Less even good. mind it. Less Don't good. even mind Don't it. Don't even mind <laughs> it. Yeah. What? I'm not having it. Uh, there was um, a little bit of, uh, not shirt swapping in the tunnel, short swapping. Yeah, that Kieran was Trippier swapping shorts with one of the Andorra players. Um, yeah, they... They were, they were kind of like half naked in the tunnel, weren't they? It was all a bit, oh, and all a bit weird. I I might buy some of those pants. Why fronts? magnificent. They're essentially wide fronts. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Are they, when when a man back? like Trippier wears those pants, he looks good. When I would wear those pants, I'd look like <laughs> yeah, stepped on son. There, there are there are a couple of of general internet models that keep tricking me into that. It's like, well, I'd look fantastic. In, no, no, I, he looks fantastic in that. That's not the same. Yeah, it's very weird that he's exchanging um, shots with. Yeah, player. with anyone, really. Yeah. Why would you want their shorts? I know. Because like with a shirt, at least you like you know you hang it up and you've got your collection. But you can't Probably. unless it's a maybe that one player likes collecting shorts and not shirts. Yeah. Maybe the yeah, guys that's a just, fetish at that yeah. point, isn't it? That's that's, uh, that's a cover yourself in jelly and all all kinds of nonsense. Well, maybe it? the guy's just one of those people who's a bit of like an alpha bully. It's like I told him to give me his shorts and he did, <laughs> and he's a millionaire. <laughs> He should have just gone up to him, give him a good French kiss, and then shook hands and then walked off. Uh, I've snogged Kieran Trippier. What do we know about Andorra as a um, country? It's very small. They have a lot of ski results. Results? Results. Well, I guess they have results. <laughs> well, they do, yeah. It's competitive ski results there. Result. Um, it's very small. It's a tiny independent principality twice. situated between France and Spain in the Pyrenees Mountains. Yeah. I think we all know that, Jules. Absolutely. There we go. I do. So one of the players um, took issue, didn't he? Um, Ildefons Lima, what a name that is, <laughs> didn't like Gary Lineker saying that the small nations should have to, have to sort of qualify to among themselves to play in these games. Right. And to play against the big boys like Essentially, England. yeah. And like he's, his comments on that were quite interesting, right? He said uh, he was sort of defending it on behalf of it mm-hmm. and uh, on behalf of just the current system. He said, you can even try other players, other tactical systems. It's good for football that there's this type of football. It's not the football of money, the number of Instagram followers you have or anything like that. It's a football that's more pure. And you know what? I can rich with that. <laughs> <laughs> Your country is that, you dick. <laughs> but I do agree with that. You know, like a lot of people think, oh, these games are pointless. But there is there is a romance to it as well at the same time. Mm. 
Definitely. I don't agree. I think so. I think it's like, you know, like when you get the FA Cup games and you want to see those big draws, you want to see Manchester United get mm, drawn against, yeah. you know, one of the non-league sides if they get that. It's the, I, think totally. it's I, think, I think they could mix up the small nations a bit more though because we always get San Marino, we always get Andorra, yeah. all those kind of like smaller, smaller. Maybe they could all play together like the big Power Rangers. Yes, please. They, they can have more players. San Andorra. <laughs> San Andorra. <laughs> that same player, Ildefons Lima, says Lineker's lucky he wasn't born in Andorra. Well, that's right, right? Yeah, I mean, true, I agree. Surely at some stage there will be like a brilliant, absolutely world-class player who happens to come from an Andorra or a yeah. San Marino. Mm. Like it's, and it's, he'll declare for someone else. Well, no yeah. doubt. I'm yeah. hoping Mikel Antonio can fire Jamaica to yes. the World Cup. I'm amazed he's never played with them before. I know. I guess maybe he was he was holding out for England, not unreasonably. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because Andorra played the most serene Republic of San Marino in this group, don't they? Don't they? So that's actually a massive game in its own right. <laughs> one of them could win. Yeah. It was also a special anniversary at the weekend, boys. Did you know? Oh, God, have I missed that one as well? Oh, God. The fifth anniversary of Sam Allardyce's only game as England manager on Saturday. please. How much it's changed. (laughs) What a weird, weird scenario. What a thing thing to celebrate. (laughs) It's a proper, like, world where that kind of continued. Absolutely. Multiverse. Well, we get to watch England play again on Wednesday. More football coming from the international team. They face Poland then. Um, San Marino actually scored a goal against them last night, Mm. but they lost 7-1. Yeah. Bless them. It's a qualifying cluster. It is. As Jim said outside, yeah. I was like, I'm going to use that a lot more. <laughs> qualifying cluster. Um, on to some of the other home nations then. A big win for Wales. Hat-trick hero Gareth Bale mm. got them the win over Belarus 3-2. A stoppage time winner from Gareth Bale as well. Yeah. You, um, can be, you can be as wretched as you like, but if you get a stoppage time winner, everything <laughs> yeah. is forgotten. The oh, keeper should really have done better. He the should have done better. Yeah. Was, the thing is, though, is that the way he took the goal, He, I thought he was really smart, actually, because he just sort of, peeled off the defender mm. made, created that space for himself and he just does what Gareth yeah, Bale does in yeah. those moments for Wales I mean they got two penalties as well but I feel like with the circumstances with 13 players missing they had to go and play the game in Russia so much travelling again yeah mm. like they I mean they might as well have had their feet tied together they were mm. so hampered so to get out of this with a win is is the most important thing and they've done it and also it gives you a bit of momentum to get a late winner like that doesn't yeah. it they've done this before and yeah, it's 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 good news. I, th- I think I think it was held by the by, by the penalty, and I think the second one, no complaints from no. <laughs> the number nine. Just went. Oh, I leaned in. <laughs> <laughs> How proud can you actually be if two of your three goals in a hat trick are penalties? Not um, as proud, yeah, I guess. You'd prefer it to come from elsewhere. I he made the second one look difficult. It. I thought. Yeah, well, that's you know showing off, isn't it? <laughs> showing off, showing yeah. They're, at, they're actually Bell's first goals for his country in almost two years. Oh, interesting! Yeah, I didn't realise that. How, how do you sort of retire? Like, how you know? Obviously, Gareth Bale has made it very clear that he only wants to play for Wales and no one else. How do you like retire, uh, Gareth Bale, as a manager? How do you sort of go? Well, you you're too old now. You 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 can't play for the for the national team anymore. Like. Can you retire? Because players like retire in like the mid early thirties to to concentrate on their club career, yeah. don't they? So he's like just retiring his international career to just watch more. What well, he, he might fiance or something? He might I don't retire know. early to concentrate on his clubs, but it will yes. not be football related. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, but to be fair to Bale, I think he's years away from that, isn't he? He still yes. really gives everything for Wales, and like you know, he's actually you know kind of winning a lot of praise in Madrid. So. I mean, we keep hearing these things like, oh, I really like football again, I think, which is a like really unfair thing to like <laughs> to throw it in. But yeah. um yeah, I think he suits being a talisman, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. And he, he's dug him out again. So yeah. hopefully this will be the start of a, a scoring run for them. 
Yeah, and a successful weekend for all the home nations. Mm. Scotland beat Moldova as well, 1-0. And they actually had loads of chances in the match, but it was just Lyndon Dykes, the most uh, Aussie-sounding Scotsman that you'll mm. ever hear. It was his tap-in <laughs> that was the only goal that separated the two sides. Um, it, I mean, even Ali McCoist was getting a bit fed up, wasn't he? And he's like the nicest man on the planet. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to finish, though. And he Scotland does. don't. Yeah. He does. But another a big win for them. They've got a crunch game on uh, against Austria on Tuesday night now. They're two points behind Israel in second. We were talking about this on, on Friday, weren't we, Jim, when we were mm. previewing that weekend game about how this is going to be... It's going to be difficult for Scotland, but we want to see them do it, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. It is going to be difficult, but... You know, they know what the objective is, don't they? And that, if they can beat Austria, that's a massive, massive scalp. And obviously, mm. they're not going to catch Denmark. They've won five out of five, just like England. Uh, e. Um, <laughs> and um, it's not impossible. It's tough. But, I mean, against Israel and Austria, they should at least fancy, like, bruising some noses there. Yeah. Mm. I think so. Um, well, the Group F leaders, Denmark, only beat the Faroe Islands 1-0 after getting the winner five minutes from time. Over 10% of the Faroe's population were there to see it. What about that? That's amazing. <laughs> what about Decent. that? Very nice. Very nice stuff. Um, Ireland, though they had a rotten time against Azerbaijan, they could only manage a one-all draw in Dublin. Uh, but it was my man, Shane Duffy, who got the header. Yeah. <laughs> what did I tell you, boys? Shane Duffy, yeah. it's a geezer. Put him up front. He, um, <laughs> did you see the Azerbaijan goal? Absolutely, mm. an absolute rocket. But he had about, like, he he had time to set up a picnic, like, <laughs> and, and, and it was ridiculous. They gave him so much time, so much space, and it was a brilliant shot. But it's like, what are it you didn't doing? Need to be that good. One of you, one of you. Yeah, I mean, all sorts was going on this weekend. I know that we are all desperate to talk about what's happened in Brazil. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll come on to that. We'll get to your emails and loads more stuff from the weekend. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
It's transfer deadline day. Ashwood City are drifting under manager Sven Joran Eriksson and chief executive Patrick Norland is willing to do whatever it takes to turn things round. Oh, look, it's just for a season or two, you know. We, we get them really cheap, you know, 10% of what they're worth in some cases. And, I mean, the sponsors it would attract as well as the cash out. Patrick Nolan, MBE, stop talking. This is a fucking Tevez and Mascherano player heist, pal. In the award-winning football mockumentary, The Offensive, the thick of it meets the Premier League, and things are about to reach breaking point in the boardroom. That's the rules, Woody. Oh, so now we like the rules, do we? Woody, you can't just move a piece and make up how to play. Oh, well, you don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. No, move that back. Oh, fucking get off. Don't touch my pieces. You're cheating. What, you're cheating. Cheating. That's oh an invasion God, of I'm my not pieces, cheating. that. You're Stop cheating. fingering my bishop. You don't oh, know what he's It's not... Oh... Start your Ashwood City journey and listen to The Offensive wherever you get your podcasts. The Offensive is a stack production. Oh dear, look at these keepers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble. Let's see how we got on in Betway's four to score this weekend then. Remember, entry to Betway's four to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly 50 grand jackpot. And make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further terms and conditions do apply. So I was picking for our first match, Ukraine versus France. I went for Karim Benzema. Uh, I was wrong. The result was Mykola Shaparenko. Uh, game two was your pick, Jim. Slovakia against Croatia. Who did you pick? Do you remember? I went for Andre Kramaric. You did indeed. But the result was Marcelo Brozovic, mm. unfortunately. Pete, you picked for game three. Belgium against Czech Republic. You went for big Romelu Lukaku. Big Rom Rom. And you were correct. Big Rom Rom. Go on then, Pete. You were the only correct person from the week because game four was Luke's pick, Switzerland versus Italy. He went for Chiesa. Uh, but of course, there were no goals in that match. Uh, if you played along, hopefully you did well. We're going to be back for another round of Ford Score on the preview show this Friday. Right, it's time for this. If you've seen Vishnu Kebab Shop or Dean Smith up a tree, if your dad chinned a referee, send us an email, please. If you put Messi on a two shirt, if you sold our tete cheese, if you've got something for us, shortfootaround.com. Ooh, me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I did that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a heavy weekend. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. yeah, it's me, isn't it? <laughs> Kids. That's brilliant. Yeah, you're in a Thanks, choir guys. of yourself. Well, I thought. I really are there, are there that. genuinely other people in there, or, like, yeah. or are like all the voices you? All me, yeah, all baby. You. I'm like, I, I, I'm trying to think of some legendary <laughs> artist who sort of well, put um, loads of them. Brian sort of, Wilson did. Brian that, Wilson. Didn't they? They, yes, yes. I'm like Brian Wilson. <laughs> well done. Enjoyed that one. Thanks, guys. It's always get, nice to get a new jingle on a Monday. It is. Yeah. Lovely. Does, does this mean you're going to be doing one a day? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> There is a shorter version, which I think will replace that. Because yeah. <laughs> I think the jingles could be shorter. <laughs> Go on then, Pete. What you got for us Oh, first? we got a message from... Callum. Hello, Callum. Hi, Ramble. Long-term listener. First time emailer because I had to tell you about this story from when I worked at Home Bargains. Oh, good shop. Pretty by it is, isn't it? It's good, mm. isn't it? Mm. Um, it's literally the only shop in Hartlepool. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird. It? Yeah, we've only got one shop We've now. got one in Wickham. Where there we it? go. Yeah. Uh, a pretty boring day was made a bit more exciting when then Wolves captain Danny Bath came in 
and decided to buy every single coconut water, coconut milk, and coconut oil in stock, about 300 in total. Jesus. He told me how coconuts fix everything and was helping him come back Mm. from injury. (laughs) What a precursor of the way certain people think now. Oh, it really is. It's never like, what I like about that kind of, um, when people talk about like fatty sort of alternative Mm. medicine, they always like choose one single item to cure everything. (laughs) It's never a combination of things because that would be too complicated. It's always goat's milk or, I don't know, cheese or something. (laughs) It's very weird. Like the scientists have gone through everything. Yeah. They've, they've, They've taken every single entity, tried it out. Yeah, they haven't missed. They haven't missed like something. Please, yeah, like, <laughs> haven't missed. Plus, for every person that says coconut can heal everything, there's another person that says coconut will make you die. Yes, yes exactly. you know what I mean. The anti-coconut league, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, well, the day got even stranger for uh, Callum in his uh, home in, in his home bargains. Uh, the singer from X Factor, Wagner. Oh, Wagner! Strolled in with oh, a dirty him. vest, shorts, and flip flops. I mean, Filthy. that is very much up his straws, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> bear in mind, it's the middle of winter, and it was not long after he was on X Factor, so he's pretty famous. He asked me if I if we had any coconut products left, to which I had to explain that the Wolves captain had come in and bought all of them. <laughs> Safe to say, he wasn't impressed. Also, I mean, presume, oh if, he, if he's unaware of, of the town's footballing, you know, um, history, yeah. history, the Wolves captain. Yeah, he like the, 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 the local Wolves have a captain. Do you mean the, the yeah. leader of the pack? Wagner's like, why is that not me? Yeah, what? Wagner looks yeah. like the Wolves captain. <laughs> I, I must, does. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to become the alpha and reclaim my coconut. <laughs> uh, you can pick Joe Wagner just like drenching himself in coconut oil though because he looks 100%. a bit oily yeah, doesn't he? yeah, yeah, yeah. just like that. soaked in oil yeah, yeah just burning himself in the sun thinking it's protecting him from the race <laughs> which people also do Wagner is one of them that has one of them cameo things where you can get him to say happy birthday yes mm, okay yeah that's probably how I he earns all his dollar now I reckon he's quite popular yeah I we should have so. thought of this Jules, yeah, Jules, Jules get on it yeah now there'll be Come weird on. people asking yeah, me to like show my feet definitely I'll stay away James Isles has been in touch moving on from that there is an elephant in the room the masked winger at Soccer Aid Ah. seriously outrageous behaviour it must have been Donaldson in that suit to justify (laughs) this abuse of copyright what do you think Pete? I think we got in early on the whole masked winger because then every social media account for every football team did the masked winger Mm. now ITV are getting involved yeah both Mm. of our ex-employees yes absolutely did you watch much of the old Soccer Aid? I did not Oh, you were at the honest. wedding, weren't you? I was at a wedding. I yes. always love watching the highlights. I never watched the full thing, but I love watching the highlights of mm. uh, soccer. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. What was the highlight for you? Um, I liked um, uh, Roberto Carlos blowing his arse out running around. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the the mixture of like strange celebrities and like Nigel de Jong. That you've yeah, got I there. know. Like when you get players who are not long retired, yeah. they're clearly still, still elite. Still pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah. Whenever I say that fucker young blood, I think the kids need better. <laughs> I think this kind of like counterculture fucking bollocks. Like he's so cookie cutter, that guy. Can't handle him. Oh, who was in the... I'm punk rock, the, I'm emo, uh, I'm the fucking decide. Uh, yeah. How to make Pete Donaldson Be angry, better. young yeah. blood. E- emo fucking, rap. Oh, Is that what's God. upsetting you now? It's just so what the kids are doing. fucking basic, was by it? numbers, bollocks. Different in your day, wasn't it? Pete, no, it was I... exactly the same, but it was mine. <laughs> yeah. How about you say what you really feel? Bloody young blood. <laughs> <laughs> so was it was it Stephen Mulhern, the little yeah, garden gnome bloke? Yeah, it was I, very underwhelming. I thought it would be like a massive international footballing star, but it was Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's what it's always like on The Mars Singer. You know, yeah. Pete, the, the judges are always like, oh, oh my God, it's Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, why would Bruce Willis go on The Mars Singer? Yeah. Come on now. But there's always it's ones you get sort of from thought, Corrie. Oh. Yeah. 
It's me- like Mel B was one of them, I seem to recall. And I was like, oh. That's quite big. That's quite big. Yeah. You only need one of them, and then yeah. it justifies everyone going, oh, yeah, it's like the ghost of Prince or I like whatever. The American bloke who's from Community, he hasn't got a fucking clue who any of these yeah, people are because they're all British. <laughs> also in Spain, apparently the masking is actually like way bigger than it is here. Like I think in, uh, I think we like to mock it quite a bit in this yeah. country, whereas in Spain it's actually apparently quite good and quite popular because Pepe Reina was on it. That's oh, actually that's pretty good. cool. Yeah. He's up for fair, anything. We had Glenn Hoddle on ours. Yeah. He was yeah. on the man. He's he actually quite... You it's know. Ricky Martin. Yeah. It's mm. Rio Glazius. Skin from Skunk and Nancy. I used to live in the same building as her. It oh. was strange. Yeah. Was it strange? Well, I just thought... She, I, I mean, she, she I lives in a house. You yeah, live in a yeah, house. Well, Why I'm, is it strange? I just feel like she should be doing far better in life than oh, me. Right. Okay, yeah. Fair, and I'm fair. sure her flat was nicer, but yeah. still. Also, this isn't us <laughs> knocking Stephen Mulhern because I actually think he's quite good. And I think he's quite good, I yeah. love Catchphrase. Big fan of it. Catchphrase, the, the, the game I show. I love Catchphrase. The best... I reckon top Timeless. three game shows of all time. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. I would agree with you mm. on that. Yeah, I'm not very good at it though. We do need but a I do sort love of. It. I'm excellent. Love... At Are you it. good at it? We'll Even just... on the tower at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. the tower's the easiest bit because yeah. you've got to be quite quick. Bang, yeah, bang, 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 bang. That's the hard bit being quick. The pressure's on. Do you always win the holiday? You know, the middle square. Uh, oh no, no, I don't, oh, don't get that far. Got... <laughs> I would be up for like. I'd be up for very realistic Christopher Nolan style. Origin story of Mr. Chips, personally yeah. as well. That's how much yes. I like catchphrase. <laughs> oh, I love it, guys. Keep your emails coming in. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Couple more results uh, from the internationals at the weekend. Uh, finished France 1, Ukraine 1. The World Cup holders are now winless in five games, Jim. Yeah, and they're also having a bit of an existential crisis, aren't they? They are a bit. Hugo Lloris said after the game, the euphoria of the World Cup is over. We were successful, but now it is all a bit broken. I mean, it was ages ago. <laughs> Yeah, it was ages ago. Like, get over it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like I like Shakhtar's uh, and indeed the Ukraine's keeper Andrei Piatov. He is thirty-seven years old, and he is looking every single second of it. <laughs> He's got a real old man's face. Shaparenko, but uh, great uh, finish though. Yeah, Crown knew where it was going to go. Keeper knew exactly where it was going. He knew where it was going to go. Couldn't mm. save it though. No, absolutely. Brilliant. Uh, Italy also drew another game. Uh, that's now yeah. two in a row now that they've drawn. I think um, this time it was goalless against Switzerland. Um, I mean, Jorginho missing a penalty. Yeah, is it is it starting to wear off? Like, <laughs> what daft little skit? <laughs> yeah, it must be. Uh, I hope so. I mean, I you don't see it often him miss unless Jordan Pickford's standing there. Yeah. Oy, 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 oy. <laughs> There's, but, a, there's yeah. another there's another key, old school keeper spot though, um, the um, the keeper for Switzerland wearing joggers, mm. highs of 28 in Switzerland at the Ooh. weekend, and he's wearing joggers. I didn't spot that. He thinks he's Dimitri Kari. He does. <laughs> um, Italy though have broken the record for unbeaten international games, 36 unbeaten. So yes, we can mm. mock Jorginho's silly little penalty, but. They've got, you know, another result on the board. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's almost three years unbeaten now if you count up all of that time. Quite amazing. We beat them in 15 minutes. Yeah, couldn't beat us in normal <laughs> time. beat us in normal today. time at Wembley. A team that can win, though, are the Netherlands. They beat Montenegro 4-0. Memphis Depay was excellent in this game, Jim. Um, mm. He scored a brace and he also made a little boy's day by taking a selfie with him on the pitch how do we feel about this yeah it's though? a funny one this isn't it because the kid ran onto the pitch like during the either during the game or during a like a slight break in it but it was certainly like the game's happening yeah. kid runs on gets his little selfie the, the pie pushes him away because he's in a tough position there right he can't exactly go get off the pitch you little dickhead even though he probably wants to do that <laughs> yeah. because everyone will be like you like, evil bastard exactly right yeah. it looks You've really made really a bad small boy cry but, but apparently loads of people round the pitch at the end of the game so it's like I mean clearly that does encourage it and like that's yeah, it probably really not 
Actually, what am I talking about? No, this is good. We like pitch invasions, right? <laughs> Casual pitch invasions. Put a mask on. Yeah. Put a mask on, please. But like, there, like there were people invading, people invading the bloody um, pitch when like the interviews were happening at the end of the last match as well. Yeah. It's it's just the slow march to uh, football crowds being cricket crowds. I don't I don't like cricket crowds. <laughs> if you were a footballer and you were in the middle of a game mm. and someone came on and asked you for a selfie, what would you do? Just absolutely, just punching the throat. <laughs> I just feel like as he crumples, I laugh. <laughs> it probably just sort of sneaks up, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You probably just go, "Yeah, get it over with and fuck off." You yeah. know what I mean, and I imagine that's what he's done. I know this happened with Erling Haaland as well, didn't it? I mean, I wouldn't approach him if I was a, <laughs> if I was a journalist being paid to interview him. I'd be wary about approaching him. Like I'd be behind one of those riot shields. It yeah. scares me. Well, it's nice to see Louis Van Gaal happy, isn't it? Well, I, I don't know. I've never seen him. <laughs> he got his first win, um, bouncing back after those cruel comments from Di Maria um, last week. Um, do you remember what he said, boys? I'm going to read it out to you, and just in case anyone listening wasn't aware, mm. um, Di Maria was asked about the whole Cristiano Ronaldo and the Man United number seven shirt, mm. and he said, "I don't give up." about the Man United number seven. It was just a shirt. The problem in Manchester was the coach. Van Gaal was the worst coach of my career. I would score, assist, and the next day he'd show me my misplaced passes. He didn't like players being more than him. Little reminder of what an absolute mess Man United were for a little period of time. <laughs> but also, like, fine, you have done that goal and you have done that assist. Let's not have some misplaced passes. Yeah, exactly. You've got, yeah. you've got to iron those out, haven't you? Like, oh, I didn't care about the shirt as well. That's the spirit, isn't it? Like, actually trembling on, on the club's reds, traditions. Come on, <laughs> oh, Louis van Gaal, though. It's just great, it's the great gift to have that him back. Yeah. Great. I feel like he's just, he's been, you know, he's becoming almost like Gus Hiddink, isn't he? It's just mm. like, if you, if you stop... And if you stop paying attention to who's in charge of the Dutch, it's like, just oh, it's just, it's just him. him. Yeah, <laughs> just assume it's that. He pops up again. <laughs> Shall we go to South America, boys? Oh, please. Right, oh, Brazil against Argentina. The gift that kept giving over this weekend. I I, I was just glued yesterday yeah. to this story mm. because it was an it was just something you never ever see an absolute riot so let's <laughs> i mean you you must know if you're listening what happened but let's try and explain uh, this world cup qualifier match had to be postponed because of the most bizarre incident four of the argentina squad players from the premier league romero lacelso buendia and martinez were accused of lying about being in england within the last two weeks which is obviously <laughs> Where they live you and do the their telly. job, but you were literally playing in the Premier League, most of you, last weekend. Um, and therefore, by COVID rules, by the country's quarantine rules out in Brazil, they should have had to quarantine for 14 days. Mm. They obviously did not. And the officials, the Brazil officials, had to go out onto the pitch and basically remove them. It yeah. was... Had to. Uh, yeah, it that was, was the only time they could possibly have done it. It was From amazing. Trip to the airport. On the Heathrow Express? No. Yeah, We're going like, to do it on the pitch. Well, like seven minutes into a game for yeah. some reason. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I'm surprised that like Bolsonaro didn't do it himself like, on a yeah. motorbike. Like, <laughs> well, he, I mean, he said the vaccines turned people into alligators and you know, they've got half a million yeah. dead. So I, I, his record is patchy. With he also said when the, when the Amazon was on fire that um, Leonardo DiCaprio had paid people to set it on fire. Yes. So yeah, he's not really one to listen to. But <laughs> I mean, this is, I've never seen anything like it. And I feel like, South America makes me say that so often. It's an incredible, it's wonderful, so magical place when it comes to football. My favourite bit about this story, though, is the fact that they chose to do this five or so minutes into the game being played 
And the reason for it is apparently the officials did try to get into the dressing room, into the Argentina dressing room, but they'd locked the door. <laughs> Flawless. Yeah. Couldn't wait outside, no, though. No. no. Had to be on the pitch. Had to be on the pitch. There was no other place. But I Bizarre. love that they thought locking the door would stop this. Like, no, they can only possibly get us in this dressing room. Yeah. And also as well, I love that they're, they're presumably pit side at one point. So let's watch a bit of the game at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a little bit, you know. Brazil, Argentina, special yeah. occasion. Let's yeah, enjoy yeah. it for a while. Take a couple of selfies first. Let me finish my yeah. hot dog. <laughs> I mean, what what on earth? I love the spectacle. I love the silliness. I mean, uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, got to play another match now, yeah. haven't they? <laughs> but they, they then televised a, a tr- an open training session where they right. moved one of the goals into the centre circle. Oh, is that what then, they did? I didn't yeah. miss this bit. And the, the, the reserve <laughs> goalkeeper scored an absolute worldie as well. And I was like, hey! <laughs> like, taking the piss. Like, just taking That's the piss. That's all Brazil football is, like, the, the national team. They just have a lovely time. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. They might as well add a barbecue on the pitch. Exactly. It was like carnival time. It was brilliant. <laughs> the Argentina players had been in the country for three days already, though. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they could have found out where they were. Do you reckon they were just like, shall we wait to see whether they actually... Go Have ahead with it. Like, do wait, it. Let's just wait yeah. to see if they actually go out on the pitch and then, then we'll get them. Then we'll call show them. They'll forget about our fifteen percent vaccine rate. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's quite incredible. Well, it is. On a serious note, why did they think they could get away with this? These players. Yeah, I wondered that as well. I think because it, it is stupid. Have, have I mean? I know a lot of international travels are a little bit confusing, but you you know you have a you have your own FA to explain those to yeah. you. It is. I, th- I think. Did Argentina just play a little bit of brinkmanship? Just assume, essentially assume that because they're footballers, they'd be all right. Yeah. And I'm sure in some cases, maybe, you know, I can only speculate, but I'm, I'm, I know that elite level athletes have, have, have been in, exempt in some cases. Yeah. Clearly Brazil have mm. decided that's not going to be the case here. Um, why that is, I guess we'll never know. Patchy back four. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know, what happens to the game now? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just post. It's been postponed. Is the latest that uh, we've heard at the time of recording this. Although you know, the football ramble curse will be that there'll be some news yeah. by the time oh, this goes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the silly thing is, is that of course these players now have to return to England, and they will have to quarantine here because the, the Premier League are not going to allow them to play. It's all. I mean, I know this purely because Emmy Martinez is in my fantasy team, and he's mm. red flagged. He can't play right. the game at the weekend. Okay, so. That was already decided as soon as everyone knew he was actually going to travel away with his country, that these players were going to miss, therefore, the next however many games that it, that it means they miss. So uh, th- why do they think they could get away? It's just... It seems ballsy and strange and weird. Really and weird. Weren't they all like, sort of got, like, doing, like, using like a third country, like Croatia, to, yes. to, to see out An some island of their... in Croatia. An island. <laughs> it's so arbitrary and yeah. silly. Oh, dear. I'm here for it, though. Thank you, Absolute South America, for giving us food. that story. Absolutely. <laughs> yet, again. yet again. Yet again. Yet again. Uh, loads of other football this weekend as well. Where, whenever there's international football on, it does give the chance for other football that maybe people don't spend as much time watching to kind of come into the spotlight. So this weekend, we saw the return of the WSL. There's always loads of fun stuff going on in non-league football as well. But let's start with the return of the women's game this weekend. Um Obviously, this season, there's been a big investment from Sky Sports and the BBC showing games as well. And this was the first opportunity to kind of see it all. And as someone who worked on the women's game for the last few seasons at BT Sport, 
it was really lovely to actually hear so many people speak so positively about mm. the women's mm. game. Um, what a cracker it was at the Emirates, by the way, Jim. Yeah. Nice to see some good football there, it? Isn't was it? nice <laughs> to see some good football and a lovely atmosphere as well, yeah. which is I, I didn't recognise yeah. the place. And, and, a, and a massive win for Arsenal to yeah. beat Chelsea. I didn't have them down to be beating Chelsea in that opening match because, you know, Chelsea won the WSL last year. Emma Hayes is just a fantastic manager. Um, but there was a little bit of controversy from two of the matches at the weekend, which I think is worth touching on. First of all, in that Arsenal-Chelsea game, one of Beth Mead's goals was clearly quite offside. And Emma Hayes referred to it after the game. She said, I feel like we're second-class citizens because we don't have VAR in the women's game. Mm. Similarly, on Friday night in the first match of this um, season in the WSL, um, Reading scored a goal, which should have been allowed. It went over the line, but there's no goal line technology in their Mm. match against Manchester United. So these are two kind of big moments from the weekend that could have changed the games. Um, what do you guys think about VAR slash goal line technology being across all football? Because it does it not seem fair? It, I mean, I think goal line technology in particular, they, they quoted about five or six years ago, it's a quarter of a million per stadium and four grand per match to, to administer and stuff. But there are several competing technologies. Some involve magnets, some involve microchips in the ball and all that stuff. Just get a fucking camera in the goal, guys. Just, hey, just have someone be, watching this it. This could be your new business on the side. Yeah. Give me a GoPro and a HDMI cable <laughs> and I'll sit there and go, yes or no? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Let's get this sorted, ladies. Yeah, three grand a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was a real shame, I think. And and there's no reason why a, a stripped down, ver- even a stripped down version, cheap but more affordable version, uh, it, it's just, it just, Whenever tech is applied to something uh, as moneyed as football, the, the the price just gets ramped massively mm. up. It's why it's like weddings, wars cost it? so much. Like, <laughs> it's why like weddings church, cost so much. Wars cost so much wars, at weddings. Weddings, women's football, it all costs way too much, in my opinion. Goal line technology, though, just seems like such a simple fix. Yeah. Mm. It's so black and white, isn't mm. it? Whereas with VAR, you can understand a little bit more that obviously it's quite a big operation to operate VAR and it changes the game quite a bit. Mm. Um, and, you know, we don't see VAR in the Football League yet. We haven't seen it across other football. So can you understand why the why Emma Hayes would want it in oh, the 100%. WSL? Well, it's, it's the same argument that we had before we had VAR in the men's game, isn't it? That I think pe- because in VAR, VAR so far has been implemented so poorly in the Premier League and we're starting to see it get a bit better. But like people just hate it. People mm. just absolutely hate it. And I think some people perhaps forget how frustrating it was when something like this happened, which is something that is essentially clear and obvious. Was it's quite missed. refreshing, actually, isn't it? Is, it is, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. I think what we've learned is that we will always moan. <laughs> yeah, we are it's a just, country of moaners. It's just nice yeah. seeing another ghost goal at Reading. Remember those at Ongers? Yeah. Uh, what for back in the day? I think mm. what, what technology I would uh, employ if I was uh, a striker and a manager uh, in, in whatever league. Um, Beth Mead's absolute smasher for a second, um, or the second. Uh, there was a towel. The goalkeeper yeah, left a towel. She whacked the, t- yeah. she whacked the towel. towel. Yeah. She put the towel in the net. Yeah, and you got something to aim for. Yeah. yeah right in the corner. That. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, what about in non league? There was a couple of amazing stories from the weekend. Firstly, in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup, Belper went 3 0 up against Matlock. And a man dressed as a post box with a sex doll taped to his back ran onto the pitch and got kicked out. Yes, you have heard me correctly. A man dressed as. <laughs> An English post box with a sex doll taped to his back 
was a pitch invader. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> There's a lot there? happening. Probably one of your stories, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the park next to your house. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. Oh, God. Um, yeah, the I things mean, you've seen, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a wild weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is a stag do gone awry, is it? It's got to be, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How big was the post box? How big was the sec? I just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's all, it's all a bit I've much in it. How do those two things relate it? to each it's other as well? Weird. Like, why? Why? Mm. I, I, those sex dolls are so un. I'm going to say appetising slash appealing. <laughs> have they ever been used in a sexual context? I don't think they ever have. It's just banter, They're just, a, it? just a ban- just banter doll, banter. isn't it? Banter doll. <laughs> you can't yeah. think of any banter. You just buy some. <laughs> oh god. Um, the Chester manager as well, Anthony Johnson, was sent off in their match um, against Alfreton <laughs> because <laughs> this is funny. He whipped his tracksuit top off and had a go at the Alfreton striker Matt Reed to get, and said, "Get in the car park." <laughs> Matt, Matt Reed is a unit as well. He's like a, he's he's like one of those non-league players who's actually quite well known just because he's an absolute tank. So yeah. I mean, why on earth? Like I don't understand why men like this take their tops off yeah, to why? fight. Yeah. Why does that happen? Because it's going to come off anyway, isn't it? Or so what if someone pulls it over your head and gets gets a few cheap shots uh, oh, in is the it body? So they can't grab your shirt. Maybe? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, let us I've if you are really if you're like that. if you're if, you, if, if you're, you're a, a professional man, scrapper. Let us know. Shoutfootballrum.com. Uh, if you like a good scrap, write in. Let us know. Why'd you take your top off to do it? I'm looking at Anthony Johnson. It's Anthony Johnson, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he he uh, is on Twitter. Uh, verified account, so it's definitely him. Co manager Chester F- FC. He's hawking um, CBT uh, CBD uh, oil. <laughs> <laughs> on, his, on his Twitter profile, which I'm very... So, so maybe have a bit of that, mate. Yeah. Have a bit of CBD, down, chill son. the fuck down. CBT oil is definitely a scam, <laughs> if, anyone's, if anyone's yes. wondering. It's therapy. C- CDT oil. your tongue. Yeah. Oh, lovely stuff. What a weekend of mm. football. And we've got more to come throughout the week as well. Still more internationals and then the Premier League's back at the weekend as well. That's all we've got time for. If you're enjoying the ramble, a reminder, when you can, do drop us five stars on Apple or wherever you get your pods as a little review it helps the show it helps us we love you for it why not leave us a review and if you are a scrapper let us know because I do genuinely <laughs> want to know what is the purpose of taking your top off when you're about to have a fight yeah, yeah. <laughs> me young blood oiled up having a fight <laughs> Wembley Stadium <laughs> May 21st people be I'd there watch that. I'd yeah, watch I'd that. Really watch that. Yeah. on tomorrow's show Kate, Vish and Jim you are back we'll see you guys then The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.